You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Your Dose of Death podcast. Thank you guys for listening wherever you are. Thank you for supporting Your Dose of Death. Um, I want to just get into it before we start. Um, thank you guys for making the Toby Klein interview one of our like best rated episodes ever. That interview meant the world to me and Mike. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy that one a lot like we did. Um, and of course, I'm always... As always, I'm joined by my esteemed co-host, Mike Servino. But today, um, in conjunction with our friends at Mid-Death Pro, we are really excited to have someone that we are actually sponsoring for the show. Um, We've been wanting this man on the show since about late July this year, and we're finally were able to make it happen. Um, I am joined by none other than the carnivore, Remington Roar, Ram, welcome to the show. Finally, we got this to happen. I know, man. Finally, like we all got the stars aligned and made it all work out. <laughs> well, um, I mean, again, thank you for coming on. And also, um, shout out to our friends at Nid Death Pro. Get ready for their show coming up October 21st. Um, they want me to say hello to everyone who was listening to this. And they also want to make sure that you guys were aware that their very first show that happened about, I believe, a month ago. Is the entire show is free on YouTube? Um, some really cool stuff happened on that show, um, and of course, the big main event on that first show was again was with your now opponent, the Carver. And um, this is gonna be the first time you guys have faced off since last year's Prince of the Death Mac. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I kind of have a question to start right, go right off the bat. How has um, your outlook been a year removed from facing the Carver up to this, which is going to be the main event of Mid Death Pro Two? Uh, I definitely have been wanting that rematch really bad because, you know, Prince of the Death match. That's that's a big title for anybody to have, especially now since it ends up being you know the last Prince of the Death match, and. I wanted a rematch really bad because I went into that fight five days after tearing my bicep, only 12 days after getting an eight-inch puncture wound in my back when I was wrestling in Vegas. And I was like, I'm going into this completely, you know, uh, on the losing end of physical things, but push through. That's what we do. So I've just been kind of really chopping at the bit to get my hands on Carver again. And I've been definitely toting the fact that at that Prince, I'm like, I'm the first person to make the Carver bleed. So definitely would like to do it again. Well, I mean, considering you get the chance to do it on a stage that may not have as much recognition just yet, but Mid-Death Pro, for those of you that don't know, they're based out of the Des Moines, Iowa area, which I have um, some roots in. I um, used to call Des Moines, Iowa home for a couple of years when I went to college there. So um, it's really awesome to see not just pro wrestling make a return to Des Moines, but deathmatch wrestling, no ring deathmatch specifically, to get its way out to Des Moines, Iowa. So make sure you hit that up October 21st. 
Foxhole Avenue Tavern is where it's at. And this card, by the way, is actually pretty damn good if you haven't checked it out. It's Not sure. only is yourself going to be there, main event against the Carver, um, I see Satu Jin is going to be on the card against, um, it looks like a stone burner. Stone burner. Yeah. Um, that's, a lot of names the... I've not heard of. So <laughs> apologies to any of the guys listening to this. Um, Schwartz, he's going to be on this show versus Seto Kabara. I've heard a lot about Seto Kabara. So I'm excited to see what he can do against Schwartz. I mean, Schwartz, gotta love Schwartz. Oh, um, yeah. The one I'm really interested in, the guy who was really impressive the first show was um, Bo Gott faced the Carver. I believe it was the, that was the main event of the first show. Well, yeah, it was. It was a good match. It was a good match. And he's going up against Randy West. Oh, okay. So that's going to be very interesting to see. And then, of course, I mean, main eventing, which um got to give a shout to the sponsors of the match as well. Um, Lachelle's Fine Foods in Des Moines mm-hmm. is sponsoring that match in its entirety. Pretty cool. Your court. Super thing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, um, Des Moines is kind of an underrated food mecca. I mean, I, okay. me, me and Rem were talking a bit before about how Des Moines is a really cool place. I, I have some memories there. So um, it's really awesome to see No Ring Deathmatch make its way to Des Moines. But definitely just check it out as a city. So really awesome to see like the local businesses as well getting involved with it. So um, just really excited to see what they can do. Um, but I want to talk to you about the year you've had as well. I mean, this has been kind of an underrated year for you. Like everyone else has had, there's their tournament survival winners. There's your, um, what could have been the king of the death match. There's all this other stuff. Yeah. But I mean, you won AWR's death match tournament in the process being necro butcher, which is, yeah, <laughs> is like a huge deal that kind of went under the radar. But also, I mean, you were an insane eight, had a great showing there. You've had great showings really everywhere you've been. Um, what is one thing you want people that maybe don't know Remington Roar to um, get out of your matches? Uh, what's, oh man, I heard this term back in the day. Um, I want to go. Pretty much the idea is like, I, want, I want brutality. I feel like a lot of people, like when they, you know, with these kind of new school, death matches it's a uh, it's like you kind of go back and watch the old czw stuff the old like mid 2000s because i agree it's, with you completely it's just it's <laughs> not as hard hitting sometimes and like i really want to bring that part like i i went back and watched back me and schlack in chicago and like a half of the Great crowd match. is kind of like dude they're up they're, they're kind of like they cheer and then they kind of stop and they're like oh man like this is this legal to watch? Like, can we, <laughs> can we sit back and watch this just happen? Like, and that's what I want. I want that shock at all still. And that's what I'm trying to bring as much as I can. That was one of my favorite matches of that, the double header. Like, I thought the two of you hit it out of the park. I mean, that was just sheer brutality. I love it. Yeah, that. man. That's what I wanted. It's, it's like I was, you know, joking about it before. I was like, yeah, it's like kind of like fighting myself, like when fighting Schlack. That's how I felt. So, <laughs> you remind me of a, like a young, necro or toby klein to be honest when i when the first time i i watched you that's the first thought i was like uh this is like necro 20 years ago and necro is my one of my favorite deathmatch wrestlers and i love that czw style that that you're talking about and you you definitely like you you're not holding back when you're hitting people it's crazy uh that 
uh, punch exchange you had with Necro at AWR. That was brutal. Jesus Christ, dude. That was brutal. <laughs> oh, yeah. How did that feel? Oh, man. I was like one punch away from being out of my feet, 100%. I got permanent <laughs> scars on my cheeks from him opening me up, man. Like, he hits hard still. It's Necro. Dude, I always, I, I was telling somebody, I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, he had, he had cancer before, but I think he went in, somehow found a way to his own system. Necro punched his own autoimmune system. Now he has like anti cancer. So it's just making himself stronger every day. <laughs> He's got some beer going too. Yeah. I saw yeah, he shared a beer with him after. That was awesome. Yeah, man. We freaking, we had a beer and uh, sipped out of my trophy. And yeah, that's why I thought you were from the South because uh, I guess it's probably a Midwest thing too. But you were like, yes, sir. And I was like, oh, it's the Southern guy. I love Southern. Death oh, Midwest. yeah, man. He's, <laughs> I got, plus, he's, you know, he's just not as well as an elder. He's fucking necro butcher, man. Like, <laughs> You got you to respect where, you know, the, the legends sit. <laughs> you would have definitely fit, I think, really well into that that era of uh, of deathmatch. Um, you know, you don't, you never want to see the people get hurt, but that was a really cool time. <laughs> right. And you, it's, it's, that, it's that line, man. But it's like, you know, nowadays people in the wrestling's work to an extent. And I like blurring that line. That's even in my regular matches and our deathmatches. I still make them hard hitting to be like, oh, man, they're really beating the shit out of each other. I was like, yeah, that's the point. And um, I want to get into something that we talked about, which was just announced. Uh, me and Remington were talking about it off air, but we can announce it, basically, that you just got added to Bloodstorm Pro's show Saturday, October 8th. So it probably will be after. It'll probably This will probably happen after this Why comes did we get to do that? I wish it was... Yeah, I know, but and well, I mean, October eighth though, he's gonna be facing Alex Stretch at the H two O Center. Are you gonna be in the area? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be going from Michigan to New Jersey overnight. So, Dude, uh, you, should stop, you should stop by AC. We'll have a beer if you're if you're close. <laughs> Yo, I'm down. If anybody go, if any, I'm sure maybe some people will be going there. Uh, I'd love to but, see you on the Fight Club show. That'd be. Yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah, Rem- yeah, Remington yeah. versus the world is kind of what I've been preaching for the last few Please, weeks. Please, these hands are ready to leave for everybody. <laughs> Please. Another reason why I like I like you so much, um, and I don't, I don't mean to insult anybody, I really don't. Uh, but I've said this like a thousand times. Like I, I really like when uh, you have there's a look to back up what they're doing, and and obviously you put time on your body, uh, yeah. getting fit. You're you're massive, like. It, it adds to the part and you come across like, like a beast. And I think that's really, really cool. So I, I love to see that. Uh, it makes everything more believable, you know, when you got the, the muscle to, to back up the punches, you know? Yeah. I, I thank you a ton for that. Like I've worked real hard. I used to, I used to power lift before I wrestled. That's why I got uh, okay. like a lot of that. And then I come from a lineage of my mom was a bodybuilder and a powerlifter. So she trained me when I was really, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, but I, I definitely agree, man. Like, you know, if you want to be as scary as possible, try to look scary as possible, either through, you know, you're just how you look or through gimmick or through costuming or whatever, you know? Yeah. I, I love the look also. Like, I, I love the machete. I think the machete is just the coolest freaking thing in the world. I'm like, we don't get enough machetes in, like, wrestling. I know, that's exactly what I thought. I'm like, because when I work Pondo, like, like he has the sledgehammer and he has the stop sign. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I was looking at Kaz and Kaz is the freaking the weed eater or the weed uh 
the garden weasel the like garden the weasel yeah, yeah yeah that he has the freaking the barbar glossing glove now and i'm like man i want a fucking brad signature weapon that nobody else uses but i thought the machete was a good yeah choice. it just it's yeah. just cool I, I remember when i was at horror slam and you're walking through and just had this awesome menacing look when you're through the crowd i'm just like holy shit this guy's like he is the freaking real deal here he so who are you taking like the real deal from like in the past i, I you know with the machete and the way you look like who are you drawing from to to inspire you um i mean like there's a couple of, like the old bjw guys and fmw guys I think of like pogo or like you know mr danger always kind of had their signature like weapons like pogo had the little scythe hands and yeah. then danger had like the barbed wire uh halos and stuff like that so uh that and then outside of wrestling like i'm a big comic book fan okay. so like a lobo from DC is a big oh, one for me, Lobo. and he always has the chain and the hook. I'm like, I mean, I, I had another guy wrestling at the time who literally used that exact same shit. I'm like, I kind of want something with that same, you know, that same flavor. And I was like, Machete works because it also kind of like represents the carnivore, like monster teeth on everything. So, are you like a mix of metal too? Like, would you say? Oh yeah, man. Like I used to, I play in a death metal band. I played in a metal okay. band since I was like 12. So <clears throat> this is a cool me. like. um combination of things yeah it's uh spent a you, lot of places you're just a beast <laughs> i said it like six times you're just a beast <laughs> um so i am curious though about your future goals i mean really i mean i think the opportunities are endless but like who are some guys that maybe you've only faced once or have never faced that you're like i want to get in the ring with and show my worth or some guys maybe on your wish list Oh man! So so rematch wise, I'll start with that first. Freaking Hoodfoot is a, easily the top of that list. We've had one match before, and we were super limited on gimmicks. Like it was a carpet strip death match. Okay, like, but we beat the. It was straight all Japan style, hard hitting as fuck, <laughs> and like the crowd was super into it. It's like I want this again, but I want this with like like a two hundred light tube fucking stiff. Yeah. And just like, you know, make it super crazy. Him and Dale Patrick's are like the top two like rematches I want really bad. Um dudes I want to work. I'm trying to think because I've crossed a couple off in the past couple of months. Um I want Joel Bateman on a one on one. I want York on a one on one. Would that be good? Um me and York would be great because that's a good fucking intercontinental hoss fight. Yeah. I mean that. I mean, uh, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you didn't hear, there was the tag match that horror slam with um, Remington and Hardbody oh, yeah. versus Samson and York, and that was great. Like crowd pop for that entire match. You should that add Chris Bradley to that list. You, you two would kill each other. Oh, I'd be down for that. Yeah, uh, I want Tank. I've been yeah. saying that since Man. like like pre Carnage Cup. <laughs> uh, That's right. You were on Carnage. Yeah. Him yeah. and Hoodfoot were. We got it. We got to talk Cup. about that. We got to talk about it. Good. What was your was, experience at Carnage Cup? I think well, it still feels like an acid trip. Like trip. Like was that just wild? Dude, it was wild, man. It was a weird, weird time. <laughs> I went to school down south. Uh, I went to school in Alabama, and I regret not going to those. Dude, I would have gone cool. back then, like yeah. a few years back. Would have been like ten. I still think Carnage Cup ten's a fucking banger. Like it's it's got a lot of cool matches on it. I remember watching the the current one, and I was like, <laughs> I, I, I think the greatest thing was Hoodfoot coming out to, like, living on a prayer for no apparent reason whatsoever. 
bro so like the situation with that was like we were super limited on music choices because they only have like their library of music to pick yeah of course and there was no wi-fi out here to freaking re-download <laughs> new stuff so like hey we have all this like pick some stuff and like me and bo were sitting there and he's just like coming out the fucking bon jovi <laughs> i was like dude <laughs> he came out the bon jovi and i came out the wasp and i was like this is some 80s hair metal nonsense oh my god yeah, the carnage cup. like what the hell so is it just it's in a field and like it's not in Alabama anymore, right? It's no, it was in uh, Georgia. Yeah, it was in Georgia, from what I Man, remember. That's, that's crazy. I wish it was at the old uh, location they had, because the old location was, like, in a freaking holler, like, an old uh, valley. Yeah, that's so Asia. cool, man. <laughs> and wasn't it you that took that, like, the roof spot or whatever? Yeah, that was God. Oh yeah, I took, <laughs> that was I took just... the biggest of the three roof bumps in that tournament. And I said You got thrown off by Chewy, right? Yeah, I got DVD'd by Chewy off like yeah. a third of the foot roof for about a hundred <laughs> plus two. Okay, so explain like the immediate aftermath of, of that. Um, I couldn't open my eyes because there was so much glass. I like oh. if I open my eyes, glass would go right back to yeah. my eyes. I actually, like, I'll try and put it up here. You can see this scar. Damn, like, this one. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so I that got twenty stitches, and I got down to the muscle in my forearm, and my elbow opened up. I got an artery cut. Oh my. So I had to go to the hospital afterwards. Uh, <laughs> I was it, like, I was fine. I was like, usually, if you ever see that that promo pick Amigas completely like, yeah, I've no seen body it. tone, red coat. That's me right after. Okay, yeah, that's so, where that was from. But one yeah. of the funny parts it was like, uh, Aiden and Mosh Pit Mike were on the outside of the ring, and after like all the ridiculous amount of spooky dust, left the ring. I hear Aiden like through like the rest of the glass car. He's like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> and I hit him with that fucking that Terminator two thumb, like when he puts his thumb up out of the like the yeah. <laughs> hit him with that shit. Let him know I was good. I wasn't a few hours later. It was it was it just feeling. Oh, off. bro, I didn't. After I took that shower from the pain from the shower, I didn't sleep. I was just sitting. I was just sitting there. I'm like, man, this sucks. Like, <laughs> and you say so you had to go to the hospital. Yeah, I had to because there was no way to shut up. Um, the because it was probably about four inches wide and probably a couple of centimeters away from doing like irrefutable nerve damage to my forearm. Oh, oh my so, god! I, I I didn't know that. Yeah, no, I mean I don't, don't want to freaking talk about. It. I mean, who was <laughs> I think I sent the like the pick of it. I don't send it. I'll send it y'all after this if you want to see it. Oh, like, yeah. Completely opened up. Oh my god! I sent the murder death kill. I'm like, hey, I'm not gonna post on my page. It's gross. But if y'all want to freaking share it share it like <laughs> post injury pictures I, I haven't gotten into that sphere yet i don't think i i don't think i'm going to <laughs> it's it's always a weird thing because you want to see it like but even from my perspective i'm like i really don't know like i just want to know my homies are okay like yeah know, like, yeah that's still not uh, my worst injury by any means but really no um i think either funny i think either the stab wound i got in vegas when i fought drexel or I was doing a freaking home fed match when I tore my bicep was probably the worst. That was the worst pain-wise, 100%. Yeah, that sucks, dude. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, I never I, got the surgery, so it's so all weird and short. There's a home, there's like a backyard fed around around me, and uh, I was like, it'd be so cool if I fought, um, you know, no guts, no glory. Hardcore. Oh, yeah, man. And he's like, I'll do it with you. And I was like, ah. Like, I feel like I'd cry in front of everybody and just embarrass. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be so cool to do once, but man, I, so bad. 
I would say good old hardcore. Um, and he went ham this weekend. Yeah, he went yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. as recording this, he really took some insane bumps for even a no ring show. Yeah, I saw that pic of him freaking squirting the blood. Uh, yeah, I was, was going to say, give, giving us his best sexy Eddie. Yeah, <laughs> the freaking. Oh my god! Yeah, one wrist, one forehead. You know the drill. Um, I'm going to go off Lauren's question. Go ahead. Like you, you name some opponents that you wanted. What are where are some places you want to work? Um, in the states, I still would like. I want to work Circle Six. They've been putting on a lot of banger shows. Um, Crimson Crown. Um, I really want to work their tournament. That's kind of my thing. Is like whatever tournament I haven't worked in, like North America or the world. That's that's what I want to do. That's what like that's one thing I've realized. Like that with death matches, like we have our titles, and those are. And, you know important like we have like our bjw deathmatch titles ever freedoms king of freedoms title but like tournaments are kind of like our big badges of honor you know yeah. everybody likes so, to watch them too yeah because it's you know people like oh man wrestling one match is hard oh fuck R- wrestling one deathmatch is really hard let's put three or four of those in one day see who like you know the the king of the day is you know so but um what other places like H2O, I haven't worked there yet. I'd love to yeah, work like, H2O. Yeah, that's my home promotion. I'd, lo- I'd love to see you there, dude. Yeah, I know I'm I'm fighting uh, Tremont gonna... tomorrow, so maybe I can make yeah, that Yeah, I was going to say, just, just put in a good word. Yeah, <laughs> just hit him hard enough and be like, come on, Matt, let me in. Wait, so you're I mean, fighting he... Tremont tomorrow? At Horror yeah. Slam. What? Him and Tommy Vendetta. Oh, I saw that. At... Oh, yeah, so like, um, I- I'm just kind of ob- oblivious to – a lot of the midwest stuff i need well to it's 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 very interestingly advertised yeah i never see it i don't i don't i don't i don't know how Horror I saw slams graphics scene <laughs> needs some help here and there but you know i really Man, wish they would just a have a i wish they would have a consistent streaming thing because like it sucks because like they have some really good matches they do and i, wish I people agree could see them. like last show like like uh chuck steen and uh aiden, aiden blackheart had a really good match i was oh, like oh man but I want people to see it, you know, like that was a very interesting match for me. <laughs> oh, where, did you, uh, where did you train, by the way? Uh, I trained in Kansas. I'm, I'm from Kansas. Uh, at a facility that was now is the KWA facility, the Kansas Wrestling Alliance facility under uh, his name is Blade, but he also goes by Billy Simmons. Okay. Smaller, you know, Midwest or in the Midwest, he's well known, but outside of there, it's not. Did he train Orin? Orin Vite? Yeah. No, he trained up in. No, Orin trained up in Minneapolis. Like okay. Yeah, he trained with Eric so. Cannon. Yeah, he trained with Eric Cannon. Yes, he did. So he lives in uh, Colorado now, though. Yep. So, like, he lives outside of Denver. Yeah, so, I have a lot of home fed buddies or that travel to the Rocky Mountain Pro a lot. So they, they see Orin here and there. So when you, when you did that, when you started the training at, in KWA, did you have the intention of going into uh, ultra violence or, or you just it loved wrestling? Oh, no, I definitely wanted to. I just didn't talk about it at first. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, like, because I've been, like, I've said it a couple times, but, like, I've been wanting to do death matches since I was 11. Like, I, you know, I did backyard wrestling, like, first, like a lot of us did. And we we practiced our bumps and did, like, our actual wrestling as much as we could, training ourselves via YouTube and DVDs and VHSs or whatever. But then we eventually started doing hardcore stuff. Like, we did chairs and tables barbed wire and then eventually we did like 
glass. So not a lot of glass, but wood glass. And uh, I went my, I took some time off from wrestling. And then my buddy who we I did the backyard wrestling with, like that was his, that was his end goal. He wanted to be a wrestler. So he'd gotten actually trained. Eventually when I was like 20, God, how old was I? 20, 22, 23. Gave me a call. He's like, hey man, you want to like come get in the ring? I was like, you, you fucking with me? He's like, no, I got a real ring, like a real like trainer, come get trained. So, or come, come to training and see how you feel. And ever since that first bump, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta see where this goes. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, the Midwest is, is, it's a, is a vast and wide region of death match. We don't have as much, but it's there. Yeah, that's why I had to drive 11 hours to get to my first one. <laughs> There's too much here. You can take some of ours. Yeah, exactly. Dude, take Dude that's like, I I pride myself a lot because I did the first ever death match in Kansas history a couple, like, months oh. ago. Oh, really? So like, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a fed called uh, United Underground Championship Wrestling. I was okay. the main event. And, like, what it, it was supposed to be me and Sage Sin. Oh. But, but Sage's uh, flight got canceled. Oh, so wow. I, had, I had a local buddy of mine named Justin Gray. Okay. Uh, he, he stepped up. We fucking had a banger. We made fans. People were like, man, we don't like deathmatch wrestling, but you guys really put on a good match. I'm like, that's what's <laughs> up. Like, <laughs> Everyone likes it in person, I feel like. Yeah, that's it's, it's more of a thing when you see it in person than on TV. Yeah, yeah it's, sure. it's, it's just like a metal show, man. Like, I know so many people who don't like heavy, brutal music. But I'll tell them to come see like my bands. I'm like, you're gonna have a good time. Like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, you're gonna have a good time. They yeah. come see my and then they have a good time. Man, that was rad. That was fun. Like, <laughs> um, so you were telling us earlier that your first death match was with Madman Pondo, like first ever death match. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like being the, like being your first death match with a guy like Pondo, who I mean, his reputation season. What, what was your mindset going into that? Uh, nervous at first because Pondo, you know, like I've I've seen all the stuff that he's done, you know, JCW, CZW, freaking over in Japan, like all just all over the world. I'm like, if I fuck this up, I will never get the chance to do this again. So I made sure to just like go all out. That's why I ended up at the end of the match getting a Kinzen blast into my head by a stop sign, like. <laughs> I was going to make the point. I'm like, I'm not here to fuck around. I'm not here to be a tourist and do this one time and be gone. Get my bloody picks and move on. It's like, nope, this is, this is me putting my foot on the pedal, you know, from the go. And who better to do that with than the actual, you know, walking legend of Pondo. What do your like family and friends think of this? Uh, my friends think it's cool as shit for the most part. <laughs> uh, they definitely get more cons like, the ones who've seen pictures stuff like that are like, eh, that's super concerning. But like the small group of friends that I've seen me ever do it live are like, it's such a weird, like tear of emotions. Cause it's like, yeah, it's really cool. But Jesus Christ, that's my friend. And he's bleeding a lot. <laughs> like, why is he eating those light tubes? Uh, <laughs> you know? Um, I was going to mom... say, it's always funny. Just want to say, like, it's always so, funny yeah. when like with your, like when you're like seeing your friends do a death match, you get like this extra sense of anxiety. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, like, oh, you know someone or whatever. But then it's like people that you know you talk to in your personal life, they're like, oh crap, like they better be. Right, okay. man. You're gonna see him after and be like, you know, oh shit, like you're you okay? 
yeah, I mean, you're, you're just you're still bleeding, and it's like five hours later. You good? <laughs> like, but yeah, like my mom just saw my back for the first time. Uh, I think like early September, because I like I always try to hide all my scars from her as much as I can, yeah. just to be like. But she came to one of my shows, uh, one of my regular matches uh, in Kansas, and I didn't know she was going to show up. I'm like, fuck, I'm shirtless, and I cannot hide this, this <laughs> you know, roadmap of fucking keloids and scars. And I was like, well, here we go. But she kind of was just kind of gave me the the you know the mom head shake yeah. and was like, well, you're you're grown. I can't really tell you what to do. I was like, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm walking. I'm good. I'm okay. <laughs> you go shirtless for everything, right? Yeah. That's yeah. badass, man. That's badass. Yeah, I wanted to make that point. I was like, I don't want to wear armor as, like, I'm not gonna go out there in trunks because, like, if my knees get fucking stabbed, like, I can't walk. <laughs> I kind of need to walk to wrestle and to live. So, like, but you know, I'll, I'm not wearing a shirt. That's my battle flag, dude. Like, the more yeah, fucking yeah. scars in the battle flag, the more wars I've been through. <laughs> so. It's definitely on some gladiator shit, the guys that don't wear shirts. I think it's crazy. It looks badass. Um, like, whenever, uh, like, Cologne would come to the ring without a shirt, like, everyone would look at him, you know? Yeah. So many dude. stars. Dude, the funniest part's when it's, like, when it's not in a wrestling scenario, though. Like, if I'm at the gym, and I oh go, get changed in the locker, go get changed in the locker room, I can't, I would, man, if I had a dollar for every time someone was like, man, did you get in, like, a motorcycle accident? And just grab me and be like, hey, you, are you all right? I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's just, I'm a wrestler. And they're like, what? I just kind of walk off. <laughs> You'll like this. Um, I, I'll, I'll mention his name after, but there's a wrestler in Japan um, who who's friends with somebody I know, and uh, he said that when he goes to the beach and takes his shirt off, like mothers and kids like walk away, they run away because he looks like a <laughs> it looks like Freddy Krueger. Like it's crazy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> especially some of those dudes, man. Guys like like Kasai and Takeda, man. They're you know just walking fucking scars like just, yeah you know, they've been doing it for so long too or like, like yeah. yeah 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 which i mean that's like it's weird to say that's like a lot of at least in my opinion it's like my goal like i want to be like that too it is like, cool yeah and it, it's it's definitely like the big stamp of like this was your choice this was like your life path and you were never really you know uh buckled like you wanted to be a deathmatch wrestler you mm -hmm. were stuck in the deathmatch wrestler and you you know got all the the marks on the flag to get going and keep going to do it you mentioned earlier before we got on i guess on the record that uh your your career your shoot job is, is very supportive uh so they they don't care if you come in with bandages and stuff no man like i i they always make sure like hey man you're going out of town this weekend i was like yeah it's like gonna be okay for you know when you come back i was like yeah it's like i'll have my hat on and my head wrapped if i need to like they'll be I'll be I'll be okay. I've never I've never been I've never been so injured I didn't show up to work. And even like I've mentioned it earlier in the, the interview, but like when I suffered that puncture wound in Vegas, I still show up to work fucking two days later. Like what, what caused that? Um so I was I was wrestling a match against uh Drexel, which oh, I Oh Drexel, yeah. I know Drexel. Yeah, he's, that's another dude like I would love to have a rematch with because like the match we had was fucking bonkers. He's but, great. Like, I like Drexel. He's a lot. so good. Uh, but like, I want to have it where more people can see it in a way bigger like mm -hmm. uh, venue. Mm -hmm. But we were had this match, and um, 
the referee wasn't like a regular deathmatch referee. I'm pretty sure he was just like your regular standard ref that's never mm-hmm. refed a deathmatch before. So he didn't know that that rule of thumb is like whenever we break tubes, slide that shit out the way so we don't fucking get harpooned. And so Drexel hits me with this uh like this pentagram shaped uh log cabin, throws it to the side, like a lot of them are freaking jutting out. I kick out of the pen and roll over and get freaking stabbed in the back oh, by one of them. Oh, like geez. one of them. And I didn't realize that at the time because I'm like, I you know, kicked out, rolled over. And you got your adrenaline going basically. Yeah, yeah. My adrenaline's freaking through the roof. We've already gone through a flaming pain. I've already eaten glass. Like we've probably used probably like 50 or 60 tubes in this match. Like we're going ham. And uh I've like got on all fours. I felt this, you know, huge like wave of really hot blood. I'm like, oh, that's a lot of blood. And then just kept fighting. So like I didn't realize it until the back when uh one of the other workers was like, Man, look like you have a gunshot wound in your back. I'm like, what are you talking about? I took a picture of it for me. I'm like, oh, that's a puncture wound. <laughs> oh my like, god. That's not good. So ended up going to the ER because I couldn't glue it and figured out that it was like eight inches deep in my back. And they gave me an MRI and we're like, Yeah, if this was like one more inch uh to the right, it would be in your lung. I'm like, oh. Well, that sucks <laughs> and i was like fine though i was like you know my heart rate wasn't up like i was good i'm like yeah like i we get this sewn up i have a 17 hour drive home i'd like to go <laughs> home like like man sounds like uh mark the marcus crane the pigeon yeah when he got the yeah pigeons. his is a lot worse crazy, than me though dude. you're crazy i i can't i can't even imagine that I want to watch that match. Where do I watch that? Yeah, I was gonna say, what uh, promotion was that for? That was for Super Beasts promotion, which was oh. uh, Dark Arts Entertainment. But I think it's I've underneath. I think it's on the Hood Slam website on their streaming, like on their downloadable. Okay, thing. okay, yeah, I think it is there. I can't remember. So okay. uh, Drexel's the guy. Uh, he's fighting Danger Aaron from Jackass. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. He had a match with Akira in like Washington. He had a match with Neil Diamond Cutter at No Hold Barred. That's the wow. first time I saw him was on yeah. that one. That was Neil's they, debut. That was both of their debut. They used the YouTubes, which the yeah. first time I saw those using a match. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Dra- Drexel's really underrated. Really underrated. He's stuck in the West Coast, man. Like they get they get really good work out there, but it's hard to bring him other places. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um. So, um. You didn't mention that you're like a comic book fan. I want to ask, like, what what are your some of your, your favorite comic books? Whether you're reading them right now or like all time. Oh man, uh, favorite comic book of all time, hands down, is uh, Manifest Destiny, printed by Image. It's okay. like it's Lois and Clark or Lewis and Clark Monster Hunters, pretty much is kind of the oh way. Oh my it is. god, that's awesome! It's, so it's it's not as like I, I say that because it's got a lot more like in depth to it besides just like you know, super adventure action stuff. Yeah. But it's like same idea as like Lewis and Clark get dispatched from the for the new Louisiana purchase. Like, hey, like we want you to go, you know, check out this new land. But by check out you mean clear out the, you know, the undesirables. And at first you think like it's Native <laughs> Americans, but it's like buffalo centaurs and like these <laughs> bird chicken tribe people and then like shamanistic ghosts. And it's like it's oh it's fucking awesome. Like that's cool. That's really yeah. cool. Um you sound very intelligent, by the way. Huh? You sound like a very smart guy. I can read sometimes. 
sacrifice. Well, I don't know. I feel like you like know a lot about history. That's that's the impression I would get here. I always say I know a lot about shit that you didn't really care to know about. I was gonna say I, I don't know if you're a fan of Game of Thrones, but literally this is like exactly how I encapsulate you. You drink and you know things. <laughs> I'm about like two and a half feet taller than him. <laughs> exactly. You got a like a pretty good comic book collection, or? Oh yeah, uh, I got by four or five long boxes full of like single issues and which is probably around like 400 400 500 comics and i got graphics i also read manga and stuff like that too so what manga are you reading yeah i do that uh, right now i'm reading i'm kind of catching up back to where berserk is right now man berserk and then uh i'm reading uh rooster fighters a brand new one that just came out okay and then uh kaiju number eight is the number one one i'm reading too and I'm also catching up with Chainsaw Man. So, man, you gotta catch up on Chainsaw Man since the anime is coming out very soon, dude. I know my brother was letting me know that he's like, man, you gotta do it now. It's like he's completely caught up. He's like, have you read this one yet? I'm like, no, I haven't. Like, I have so much going I, on. I need, I need to get myself more into manga. I just watched the anime, but I need to yeah, read I mean, the manga. The anime. I have like the whole like a, like a ton of Tokyo Ghoul mangas, but yeah, me and you had a conversation with Tokyo Ghoul, Mike. Okay, I'm not <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of Ghoul. I like the anime. No, I remember the anime was good until restarted. Re- yeah. When restarted, that just ruined it for me. I agree. I agree. Um, man, this has been a, such a fun time with you, man. I'm so glad we got to do this. I mean, me too, man. Um, again, shout out to Mid Death Pro um, for letting us sponsor you. Also, just bring No Ring Deathmatch to a city that it's kind of like. I remember when I went to the Des Moines, this is kind of how I remember it wrestling-wise. There wasn't much going on in the area, but like they would sometimes get like NXT house shows and all that. They and they get like a WWE show here and there. But like indie wrestling, like maybe except for like the one revol- one or two revolver shows that would come by there. And that that's not even like in downtown Des Moines. That's like just in the suburbs. That's not like legit Des Moines. Like this is like in like Des Moines, this is they have a good venue. Um, as I said, Friday, October 21st, if you're listening to this, if you're in Iowa, get yourself over to Mid-Death Pro for this awesome card. I believe it was a, it was a four-match card. I mean, you really got four really awesome matches. I mean, yourself versus Carver, that's one I think everyone's going to be watching for. Oh, yeah. That's uh, the perfect to combo, too, I think, for these, like, no-ring shows. Uh, like, you know, three or four matches, and then drinks, and everybody hanging Drinks, out. everyone's having a good time, live music. I'll say, yeah, first show, they had my buddies in freaking Deterioration play, and I played a few shows with them, and they're like a two or two to sometimes three-piece, you know, grindcore band that freaking just rips your face off. They're so oh, good. Oh, wow. Like, um, I'm, I'm just trying to see here. I mean, also, if you guys want to follow Mid-Death Pro, Follow them at Mid Death Pro. I believe that's on Twitter and on Instagram. I believe that's the same handle. Yep. So I just want to get that out there before we end this. But I mean, really, like, I mean, again, mid the Midwest scene, as we, me and Remington kind of alluded, it's, it's here and there, but it's not very like. There's not a lot of it. So seeing yeah. Mid Death kind of pop up and be this, I mean, no ring as well. There's maybe like one or two actually one no ring promotion i know of and that's time bomb pro up in fargo and i'm friends with time bomb so they're good friends of mine but like they don't do it all the time so like yeah. seeing another no ring promotion so that to me like i like my no ring here and there like when i'm out at a bar 
Like, I'd be like, yeah, this would be a good place for a no ring death match. And Mid Death Pro has given us no ring death match with some great talent, by the way. I mean, from the, the thing about it is you could do it anywhere. That's, I think it's, it's really necessary with, with athletic commissions. It's just a good way to circumvent it. You know, the performance art XPW show that ran, like, you, you can't run that in New York. Um, well, that's, that's the whole reason why Casanova started, you know, yeah. his stuff. He, I mean, he was, you know, the pioneer of a lot of it here. That's like why New Fear City does what they do. Like, you know, they, they could do it to get around freaking nonsense athletic commissions. So and when you're coming out to New Fear City, that's not too far from me. Dude, uh, I've hopefully soon, man. I'm trying to bug Kaz about that December show we just announced. I'm oh, like, yeah, that's that's they, out, bro. Call, call that, we'll, uh, we'll, that's either a promo. Or... We'll post it on Kings Road. We'll call yeah, it Let's go, uh, man. Like, <laughs> I'll tweet at Cass. I'll be like, yo, Cass, I have a guy here who's kind of waiting on Talking shit. <laughs> um, we've, only, like, we've only touched once in the ring, and that was for a hot second in the freaking body count rumble. Oh, the body count battle royal, yeah. Yeah, that was the only time we've ever interacted. Man, um, but I want to say, I mean, shout out to Mid Death Pro for really bringing no ring death match to a place that isn't. But again, as I'm looking here at the advertisements for it, I mean, 15 bucks gets you four really solid matches, live music, 21 and up. You can have all the booze you possibly want and just watch some guys do some crazy shit. I mean, it doesn't knock it any better than that. So. If you're in the area in Des Moines, shout out to my Des Moines people. Um, guys, get on over to Mid Death Pro. My friend Remington over here is going to be main eventing that show. Really happy that you're getting this match with Carver, by the way. I, I, the Dude. growth has been there. You and me both, man. I'm ready to get incredibly bloody and show out for <laughs> everybody who shows out in Des Moines. So, so um, hope yeah. Can. I mean, again, though, shout out to everyone on this show. I mean, Randy West. Schwartzy, Satu, and also the guys who maybe we don't know a lot about. I know Bo God is kind of a guy who kind of came out of that first show really strong. I and mean, Stoneburner also... Stone showed out last show too, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see him and Satu because, like, I know what Stoneburner looks like. That's going to be a super David Goliath match. Kind so. Of a, so, looking at Stoneburner, because there's another guy he reminds me of, and I think you know who I'm going to talk about. He kind of reminds me of a younger Anakin Murphy. Oh, yeah. He kind I of reminds me of a younger Anakin Murphy, which, by the way, shout out to Anakin. He's also on the Bloodstorm um, show. As well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he is. And that's a dude who I've, I'm really high on, who's young, but also ambitious in the world of, like, deathmatch, but also just regular wrestling. So, um, but again, Mid-Death Pro really bringing a new genre of wrestling to the Des Moines, Iowa area, to Iowa itself. Really shout out to them and shout out to them for letting us sponsor this show. I'm really grateful um, to be able I'm to grateful. sponsor these show. And yes, of course. And <laughs> I, I said it on Twitter today. I was like, listen, like, thank you for letting me sponsor, but also like, thank you for letting me sponsor a good friend in Remington. I mean, this dude is as good as it gets. Yeah, really, I mean, me very, and Mike, me nice. and Mike talk highly about Remington here. I mean, yeah. really had one, really honestly, one of the more underrated years of deathmatch wrestling. I mean, you get a it win against be, Necro. It be, it's going to go up and up and up, I think. Things go, it only can go up from here, right? The only way. Um, <laughs> so, as we're kind of closing the house, Remington, how can people find you on the social media? Uh, you can find me under Carnival Roar on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on Remington Roar on Facebook. 
Uh, I have both like a regular like wrestler page and my actual profile page. Um, hopefully soon I'll have also a merch site. Probably, hopefully if I can finally get these new designs done on Deathmatch Worldwide. So look out for that. Yeah, Deathmatch Worldwide. Um, oh, yeah, they're great dudes. So I mean, yeah, guys, as you heard it here from me, Remington and Mike, I mean, we're really um, high on Mid-Death Pro, but also just high on the trajectory of Remington Roar, man. I mean, sky's the limit. I mean, it's it's really like the best way to describe it is an old school style being brought back into the modern era of deathmatch wrestling. So um, you guys heard it here. I mean, if you watch us the Remington Roar matches, I mean, we can really suggest a whole plethora of them. Um, so I mean, yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I can watch Carnage come on. I'm sorry. That's fine, man. Just keep watching the roof bump, and you'll be all right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that roof bump. I mean, I remember when that like the clip came out, and everyone was like, "What?" It's coming back to me now. You you got hit with a shark tooth, that right? No, that was no, that was an that was an ADP. Well, or oh, that was but um, Mosh and Mike yeah. got hit with a shark tooth. Bat, okay, okay, yeah. Uh, no, Mosh got freaking sidewalk slammed on a porcupine. Quill. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I picked all four hundred of those out of him. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. Good luck with. That. I, yeah, I just trying to like I, pick them off like slowly. Oh, I, I had know. to. I freaked them out super bad too. I was like, man, I really hope they got the right quills. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, don't you know porcupine quills are poison? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, he's freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God. Sounds like a big Japan stiff. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> so big Japan. So big Japan. But, guys, I mean, as you heard it here, um, thank you, Mid-Death Pro. Thank you, Remington, for coming on. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, from Lauren to Mike and to Remington, we are signing off. Thank you guys so much for um, listening to this episode of Your Dose of Death. This has been a Countout Podcast.